Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today is podcast number 1561. The topic is Q&A and the title is Advice for Teenagers Training for Improved Aesthetics. So I had a listener send in a question. They are listeners, uh, a dad, and they have two kids that are training and lifting weights with them. They really, the dad loves it, and they're, they're kind of like directing things a little bit. But they're also a little worried, a little concerned about the the kids maybe being too focused on the way they look. And it was kind of a fun conversation we got into in the sense that the the father wants the children to feel confident and happy in the way they look, but they don't want that to be, you know, too much of the driving force or the focus. So we were talking about different advice, uh, different ways in which the father could manage that and try to, you know, control it and, you know, find a good balance between, you know, being motivated by changes in aesthetics, but not thinking that that's the only thing, you know, that matters. So that then opened up into a further discussion about just general advice for teenagers. So I wanted to make a podcast uh, for his kids and then anybody else that wants to listen. Uh, even if you're not a teenager, it's still going to be helpful. <laughs> but the the topics, the ideas uh, for teenagers trying to look better, that's a lot to unpack uh, because of the social media concerns and, you know, are they getting likes? And then are they only motivated by likes? Do they... If they don't get a like on their picture or their video, do they feel like they have less self-worth? There's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So what I want to do is, for the teenagers that might be listening, uh, just talk a little bit. I just want to talk to you and and let you know what I'm thinking. So uh, I'm 38 years old, which is old (laughs) Uh, to you, but uh, not to other people. Um, But I started lifting when I was, I started working out when I was 15. I started lifting weights when I was 16. And I was lucky in the sense that I didn't really get into social media until I was in my 20s. I didn't get on Facebook till I was like, I think 23, 24, something like that. And I didn't start an Instagram page until I actually already owned Brutal Iron Gym. So uh, like into like my late 20s, early 30s. So I was able to work out a lot uh, when I was younger and there was, there was no option to post photos or videos or anything like that i just lifted because i like to lift and that gave me that type of background to where i got to develop the kind of mindset of putting in the work even without getting recognition Uh, especially since i started very like fat no muscle, super weak. I remember the first bench press I tried to do, I tried to bench press 95 pounds and couldn't. The bar came down to my chest and I had to roll it off myself. So that was uh, very humbling. Um, so I started where I put in years of work, years of work before anybody would even thought that I work out. <laughs> so I was not somebody where when you looked at me, you'd be like, oh, he must work out. No, <laughs> uh, not at all. Uh, and it took me a long, long, long time uh, to many, many, many years to look as though I must do something athletic. <laughs> uh, but that was a lot of grinding, a lot of time spent without any recognition whatsoever. And I think that that, like in my opinion, was actually really beneficial, very beneficial, because I learned a lot of good lessons that I feel would benefit well to uh, like the younger crowd 
uh, in today's society. So I do train people at 18 years old or younger and train a lot of, uh, you know, younger crowd. Uh, so it's, it's fun that when we do the training, we get to talk about this kind of stuff as well. So one of the, the biggest things that I would give is advice wise is to learn as much as you freaking can, like learn everything, be a sponge. There are YouTube channels that have over a thousand videos and I've watched every single one. Uh, especially since I got into this, you know, kind of the start of YouTube and things like that. So I remember there was Super Training 06, which is a channel by Mark Bell. And I remember whenever he got it, he put his thousandth video up. I had actually watched all of them at that point. You know, and a lot of them were teaching videos. A lot of it was good content. I used to watch RX Muscles in the Iron Asylum, which was interviews and videos with bodybuilders talking about what they did in training and eating, just soaking in as much as I could. I've read a lot of magazines back when those were a thing, uh, bought a lot of books. I do a lot of audio books, a lot of uh, videos on YouTube. Clients do send me videos from TikTok, which I'll watch and kind of learn a little bit and give them comments in their in our like journals online. Uh, so I answer their questions questions about those videos but that's the big thing is just learn as much as you possibly can absolutely everything it's going to be ridiculously overwhelming at first but you have to filter through the bullcrap to then understand what's like the good stuff one of the ways to know that is, is if you watch a lot of videos about the same topic and there's this one thing that keeps being repeated that's probably a pretty good thing you know, if you watch 10 videos and eight of them all mention that thing, that's probably a good thing. Uh, if two of them don't, they're probably not good videos. You can toss them out. <laughs> so the more content you soak in, although it feels overwhelming, you'll eventually be able to filter it. There's a term called post-complexity simplicity. And that's a good thing to get to is when you first start absorbing information it's overwhelming but as you filter through it as you experience more you start to be able to organize it group it and simplify it and that's where you want to get to so you want to know like be confident in what you know not because you don't know anything <laughs> but because you know everything and now you've simplified it so it's very easy to think you know everything when you know nothing meaning you're unaware of what you don't know so there's a, a quote you don't know what you don't know until you know that you don't know it the goal is, is to know as much as you don't know. Find out as every single thing that you don't know and then know it. <laughs> so ignorance is bliss, but not for those around you. The idea is, is to learn as much as you can, even if it's overwhelming. Um, you will eventually filter through it. You do have a resource. If you're listening to this, you now know of this podcast and you can shoot me an email at brutalironjim at gmail.com and I'll answer your questions for free all the time. Uh, I, I get back to everybody within two weeks. So if you send me an email, I will get a response to you. If you don't want me to share it in a podcast, just let me know and I'll, I'll answer you privately. That's fine. I don't mind. Um, but you always have a resource in me. I'll always help. And then continue to learn as much as you can. Now, what should you work on? Like, it, it's going to be more than just training. You're going to be focused on training because you believe training is the driver for change, which is true. But nutrition is how those changes are actually being met. That's how your body makes the changes. If you want to get stronger, that's how the body makes the muscles stronger. If you want to get bigger muscles, that's how the body makes the muscles bigger. If you want to get a better shape, you know, different proportions. Nutrition is how your body makes those changes. So learn as much as you possibly can about nutrition. Now to simplify that, check out our podcast, number 1232, which is a nutrition podcast titled Start Here. And I literally tell you step-by-step step how to set up your own nutrition program and what you should focus on first. Once you have that controlled, then focus on the next thing, have that controlled. So it'll take you step-by-step. Step. Most important thing, calories. 
then protein, then distribution, then macronutrient selection. Macronutrients are carbs, fats, protein, and actually water, but we don't talk about that because it doesn't have calories. <laughs> so people typically just talk about the ones that have calories, um, fats, carbs, and protein. You want to know when to have those in your meals and, and like what food sources are better for, best for those. And then that's part of like macronutrient identification in foods. Just knowing, okay, is this food a protein rich item or a carb rich or a pro, like fat rich? You know, what am I getting from this food? Am I getting carbs, fats, or protein? And then digestion, learning, okay, if I eat this food, I feel good energy. If I eat this food, I feel bloated and feel like crap. Uh, just learning and experimenting with nutrition. It's the more you know about nutrition, the more your training will actually have effect. You can train all you want, but if you don't eat properly, that training is wasted effort and time. Your body can't make the changes. So you have to have nutritional support to support the changes that the training is demanding. So learn as much as you can about training. You're probably already going to do that. But invest the time in nutrition. At least be spending as much time on nutrition as you are on training concepts. So definitely, definitely, definitely learn that. Check that out. Now, the other thing you want to work on is character and mental health, mental strength. Work on discipline. Um, this took me a long time. I'm actually, I'm 38 years old. Well, no, I, I, crap, I had a birthday. I'm 39. Crap. I forgot I was 39. Um, <laughs> duh, that's depressing. So I'm 39 now, and uh, I feel like I'm just now getting like, a good level of discipline towards like foods and behaviors and things. It's, it's kind of like every year I feel like I found a new level. So it's kind of exciting and fun, but also disappointing and frustrating because I wish I would have had that level the year before, you know? Um, but keep working on that. Work on discipline. Work, learn, learn how to say no for now. You know, when you say no to having ice cream, whenever you, when you want to be strict and get leaner, just say, you know, if I skip the ice cream now, I can have it in a couple months, maybe, you know, whenever I've already met my goal. So for example, it is January 12th. People should already, if they want to be in shape for summer, they should already be focusing on that because it comes quickly. So you might have to say no for now for some foods, but once you're in shape and you're fit in the summer, have some cake, have some ice cream, enjoy it, get a little fat going into the fall, <laughs> and then you can get tightened back up for next summer. You know, uh, learning that discipline in the moment is just momentary, you know, like do what you need to do to reach your goal, see what you think about it, have a fun feeling it, you know, get the reward of it. And then if you want to eat some fun things, if you want to take a break from training, nutrition, tracking, stuff like that, then take a break at a season of life. You know, there's, there's different seasons of life. So learning that you can be disciplined in a singular season but then be able to turn that off or, or lessen it in another season is very helpful. You don't have to say no forever. Just just no for now. And that, understanding that, can help you increase your discipline for a temporary time, for a temporary season, because you know that you're going to get the yes later on. So work, working on discipline is super helpful. We have podcast 1,234. You can find all of our podcasts on our website, by the way, www.brillarengym.com. Uh, podcast 1,234 is a mindset podcast, and it's titled Separation from Self to Improve Discipline. So check that out. That's going to be helpful. The other thing is uh, going to be impossible to learn when you're young, but I'm going to say it anyhow, is patience. <laughs> uh, you want everything immediately right now. We all do. As you become an adult, you just realize that life has said no to you 40 billion times. So you learn to be patient, not out of, you know, not out of 
some wisdom. It's just, okay, I might as well be patient because it hasn't happened any faster <laughs> since day one when I wanted it to happen faster. So you don't learn patience as much as you just recognize it's required. <laughs> and uh, there's nothing you can do about it. But being patient and understanding that you have to do when you're looking for changes in aesthetics, meaning you want to get bigger muscles, get leaner, get different shape, and you want to change the way you look, you put in daily actions that you don't see the result of for months. That's a wicked, wicked uh, process, especially for younger people. Um, it's just true. When you're younger, you have less patience for things. You want everything now, and you're willing to bust, bust your butt and you know, do whatever you got to do, and you want it instantly. I understand that. I still have that. <laughs> but uh, learning patience or learning to continue to put in the daily efforts, even if you can't see the results, is extremely helpful, and that'll cross over to everything else in life. So just because you don't get a reward at the end of the day doesn't mean it was worthless. You might have to might take multiple days, weeks, months to get that reward. You know, I've just I've been talking about it with somebody. I do a lot of business consultation. I'm very blessed, and I love that. But I do a lot of business consultation, and I've talked with people that you know I'm in I'm in year eleven. I'm about to have my twelfth uh, year anniversary of the business. Man, those first couple of years, I was sleeping on the floor in the office because it wasn't even worth going home because it was only four hours till I had to start the next day. I killed myself. And I am now blessed to be in a position where I have a much better work-life balance and I'm making good money. Uh, you know, so I'm getting to do what I love and make good money out of it, So, which is amazing. But, man, that took years, 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 and a lot of freaking work. Um, that was stuff that at the time, man, I, you're talking about year after year after year seeing nothing and just grinding. But it, it does pay off. And that's the benefit of being a little bit older, 39. Uh, you know, I have seen that if I grind away at stuff, it does make progress. If I am intelligent, you know, and I'm always tracking to see what my efforts are getting me and I'm progressing in certain ways. So you have to be intelligent and kind of track and pay attention to what you're getting for your grinding. But if you do grind away at it, you will be successful. So understanding that you have to work every single day at something that you don't see the result of for months uh, that is aesthetic training. That's what it is. So just understand that that's the process. And then learning to value your efforts as much as you value the results of your efforts. That's super important and super helpful as well. So what I mean by that is, can you feel good about yourself that you did the daily actions, even if you can't see the results yet? You know, like if I had three or four meals planned that day and I was able to eat the right foods, get the right numbers, you know, for calories and protein, good distribution. And I had a successful day. I want to feel good about that and reward myself and say, dude, you're kicking butt. I'm happy for you. You know, talk to yourself a little bit, talk yourself up, you know, say you're doing an awesome job. Be proud of yourself. I, I might not be able to see the fat loss from that. I might not be able to see the muscle shape or the change yet, but I can see that I did the efforts and I can be happy with myself. Now, maybe I messed one up. Let me just learn. Like, what happened? What, like, did I not have the right food available? Did I just kind of lose my mind and overeat because I was super freaking hungry? Why am I so hungry? Maybe I have too much of a calorie deficit. Maybe I need to modify that. You know, so it's just learning to be in the process and value completed efforts, research incomplete efforts. Uh, just be in the process. If you, if you focus on the process the results will come and that'll teach you life lessons everywhere else.
you know, when you're talking about, uh, you know, advancing in your career eventually, uh, saving money, you know, that's something that helps. You know, saving $50 a month doesn't look like much, but after three or four years with a little bit of compounding interest, all of a sudden it's decent money, you know. So it's good life lessons. The other thing we want to do is to, as best as you can, try to calm your ego. <laughs> so what this means is, is your self-worth is not connected to, you know, being the strongest, being the leanest, being the most six-pack abbest, <laughs> whatever that might be uh, for you, is your self-worth isn't based on if you're the most of things. So don't get too caught up trying to be the best at everything compared to other people. Now, I just talked in yesterday's podcast about ego lifting, so check that out as well. It, it's not uncommon, and it, it, I mean, it's not unnatural to be driven by some degree of comparison to others because you want to know where you are in the process of what you're doing. But you don't want to, to hurt yourself trying to keep up with others. Uh, and that means of hurt yourself physically, hurt yourself emotionally and mentally, uh, get into like negative self-talk just because you're behind somebody else who maybe has had multiple years or a better starting point than you did. You know, I've, I've met somebody, the first time they ever did a deadlift was 500 pounds. They're a jackass. <laughs> Screw you, man. It took me forever. You know, it took me, oh, I think seven, eight years to be able to deadlift 315. So good for them though. I'm happy for them and they progressed from there. But if I were to try to keep up with them, I would have just got hurt. So I, it's, it's learning that comparison to others in comparison to our older self, using that as a driving force to push ourselves to improve is normal, natural, and totally good. But you have to balance to make sure that it doesn't hurt you in the process. So definitely listen to yesterday's podcast to, to learn a little bit more about that. One of the things I've learned is it's better to miss a rep than a workout. And what I mean by that is if I'm, thinking if I try to squeeze out one extra rep, I use bad technique and I hurt myself, and then I miss a workout or a week or a month because I'm hurt, that was bad. That was a bad trade-off. It's better for me to miss the rep than it is to miss another workout or a week or a month. So if you feel like your technique is, is not good, stop what you're doing. You know, learn what a technique of a rest-pause is, where you just rest the weight, you pause for five seconds, then you pick the weight back up and you try again, maybe 10 seconds, 20 seconds. So rather than forcing out one bad rep in a bad position, just rest the weight, pause for a little bit, couple seconds, 10, 20 seconds, and then try one or two more reps. It's better for you to get them with good technique and stay safe than it is to try to squeeze out one more rep and then miss a workout or a, a month, you know. So better to miss a rep than a workout. And another motivation for that is to remember that no injuries means that you have a higher physical ceiling capacity. So how... How great you can be is limited by every injury you get. Now, can you improve upon that, like your physical maximum capacity? Can you improve upon that with knowledge increase? Hell yes, absolutely. But there is still going to be a capacity of what you're physically capable of that your knowledge can maximize, but it's still within that maximum capacity of physical aspect. So if you stay injury-free, you maintain the highest degree of physical capacity. So it's very, very, very important. Okay. Now, uh, from there, get a program. Get get some kind of um, guided advice from somebody who knows more than you currently do. Get a program for nutrition. Get a program for training. And then learn how to personalize that. You want to start with something you know is good, but then learn how to modify it to make it your own. Learn what works best for you. 
everybody's path in life is different. You're going to realize that as you get older is everyone gets to what their de- definition of success is differently. If they get there, uh, it's, it's different for everyone. So don't force yourself to fit into someone else's story, life story, write your own. So just because somebody else did it, you know, X, Y, Z doesn't mean you have to do it X, Y, Z. Learn what will feel and work best for you. Don't feel like you have to force yourself into a singular definition or a singular pathway of success. People have been successful in everything in life in many different ways. Many, many, many different ways. So if something feels unnatural or forced for you, it doesn't have to be that way. Learn, expose yourself, find answers, and recognize that you can you can get there a different way. Okay? So free resources that I would encourage you to check out is podcast 1232. It's a nutrition podcast. I'll start here. That's the one that will take you step-by-step how to set up a nutrition program. That podcast 1,234, Mindset Podcast, Separation from Self to Improve Discipline. That'll help you learn more discipline. Podcast 940 is a mindset podcast titled Own Your Life. You want to take ownership of every single freaking action and word that you say in your life. If you own every action and word, good or bad consequences, you can modify what you do and say to get the better consequences. Don't blame other people. Don't blame anything. Own your own crap, okay? As much as you possibly can. If it's within your control, control the hell out of it. If it's outside of your control, recognize you can't do a damn thing about it. (laughs) So just understand that things are going to happen sometimes and then continue to try to control your response to that thing and the fact that you're going to continue to put in effort to make the best of what happened. So you can always control your response. You can always control your actions, even if you can't control what happens to you. Okay. And then we have podcast 1140, which is a training podcast titled how to individualize your own programming. So podcast 1232, write your own nutrition program. Then listen to all of our podcasts about nutrition and learn more and more and more. Then that podcast 1140 can help you modify any kind of training programming. If you're looking for training programming, we have free programs on our website, www.brunlinergym.com. And we're also starting a service called Live Monthly Programming, which will be on our uh, available on our website. That is going to have programs you can pick from. They're brand new every single month. We have like a power building where you get kind of stronger and bigger muscles. We have a female shape development. We have pure kind of bodybuilding aesthetic based. We have functional uh, athleticism and functional longevity. Check out our website, www.brillarinegym.com. Go to the live monthly programming link. Go there. So you get any one of those programs. There are six workouts a week. Perform as many as you want. They're brand new workouts every single four, like four weeks, every month. Every exercise has video tutorials. There's going to be uh, access to a live virtual Q&A with me every single week and a document that you can do. Everybody gets the view. You put in any questions you want. I answer the questions every single week. So tons of personal education. And right now we're looking at that being around $40 a month. So compare, combined with whatever your gym membership might be, you're looking at $100 a month or less to have gym access or your workout from home and to have uh, training programming. And you can ask any questions you want, including nutrition questions. Okay. So all that's going to be available. Check out our website, www.brillianergym.com, $40 a month. I um, uh, love it, love it, love it. We've had a ton of requests. This is going to be awesome, super fun. But that is a resource that's 
like affordable, but a ton of great content and a ton of education, which is what I really like. Okay, so that is my advice for teenagers training for improved aesthetics. Learn as much as you can. Make sure you learn as much about nutrition as you do about training. Work on mental health, discipline, character, understanding uh, patience, understanding that you have to find reward in the process, not just the results. And then work to understand ego and comparison with others, how you can use that as a positive motivator rather than something that actually hurts you. Okay? If you have any questions, if you need anything, reach out. My email is brutalironjim at gmail.com. I'm always here and I'm always happy to help. If you like our podcast, if you think it's helpful, please share it. The more people we share it with, the more people we can help. If you share it, let people know we answer questions for free. Thank you to those who donate to support the podcast. You can donate on our website at www.brutalironjim.com. helps cover the hosting costs. even an hour to the podcast every day. So thank you for those who donate. I really appreciate it. If you like the information we share in our podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels, on Instagram, uh, YouTube and on our website www.brillerandgym.com Awesome! As always I hope this was helpful and thank you for listening.